Welcome to Mindful Living with me, your host, Athea Davis, where I help you thrive, shine, and feel fully alive in all aspects of your life. It's equal parts informative, insightful, and inspiring. My guests and I share information and perspectives on a wide variety of topics to help you awaken and simply be and become a more aware and connected human aligned to their greatest truths, values, and potential. Remember, the world needs your unique spark in action. So let's breathe deep, shine bright, and light up the world a few shades brighter. Hey there, and welcome to episode 147, Gratitude, a Well-Being Practice. I'm recording this episode after Thanksgiving. It seemed too cliche to record an episode all about gratitude before Thanksgiving. So I wanted to go against the grain and talk about gratitude after a holiday, a month that we seem to talk about and seep ourselves in gratitude more than we do any other time of year. Gratitude is an incredibly powerful practice. We know from the latest research that it can lessen our stress by decreasing our cortisol levels. It increases our dopamine and serotonin. Those are the neurotransmitters that are responsible for that feel-good feeling that we get. And if this is, you know, this is what science is saying, well, heck yeah, let's increase this as much as possible. It's natural medicine, good for you and good for everyone around you. Isn't it awesome when somebody says to you how grateful they are for X, Y, and Z? So I wanted to do a little episode on gratitude. I hope that you find my suggestions valuable and take this into your everyday life, not in just the month of November or during Thanksgiving, which is a great time to also steep ourselves in gratitude. But the idea here is that gratitude becomes part of your being, an everyday part of your practice. And there are really simple ways to do that. One of the first things I want to point out about gratitude is that we have to be really intentional. Intentional meaning that you're going to name for yourself that you're going to have a gratitude practice, that you're going to say, you know what, I'm going to do this. I was inspired by this episode or I was inspired by receiving gratitude or I read something else about it. You've got to be really intentional. You have to just really say to yourself, write it down, put it on your calendar. I'm going to practice gratitude and this is how I'm going to do it now. The tricky part is how you're going to do it. Tricky only in the sense that it's a trial and error process for each person. I can tell you how I practice gratitude, but it may not be how it's most effective for you. And one of the easiest ways to incorporate gratitude into something you're already doing is what I think it was James Clear who who termed this phrase is habit stacking. He has written about all things habits, so habit stacking. So thinking about something that you might already do as part of a ritual. It could be part of your waking up routine, you're drinking tea, drinking coffee, 
You might journal in the morning, you might do a walk, you might do a run, you exercise, you work out. Whatever that thing that you're doing, particularly you want to do this as a daily practice, that would be the most optimal. Add on an intentional gratitude practice. And it's just simply repeating a few things that you're grateful for. And that's it. Simple as that. But why is it so hard to do? Well, oftentimes we try to do these like fancy, like really beyond what we really need to do in terms of practices. Like, oh, I just need something glitzy and glamorous. And it's really going to, you know, shock me to start doing this thing. Absolutely not. So those things usually fail. You want to habit stack with something that you're already doing. I typically like to do mine in the morning because I'm a, I have a morning routine and I'm drinking my coffee, I have my contemplation, meditation, and I might add on the gratitude. There are times I said might because I've been really so um, disciplined about gratitude. And then there are times because because there I've had these times where I've done gratitude journaling, I've fallen out of the habit of that, but I'm always have the routine of having my coffee in the morning and contemplating, doing a little bit of reading and reflecting and doing my prayer in the morning. And I generally end my prayer with a few things that I'm grateful for. So it's the intentionality, making sure that you're just being intentional and finding that time that is really going to work for you in your own routine. Now, another way to really garner the benefits of gratitude and this is one of my favorite times to practice it because the other you know in a daily practice can almost seem kind of rote like I'm just doing this it's another movement Um, this one reminds me of oh okay this is more than just a rote practice so it's it helps you shift moments of challenge so when you're in a moment of challenge and usually in moments of challenge we are finding things that are not working things are going not the way that we want everything's wrong everything feels hard everything feels difficult and you just want to say the heck with it all the heck with this that nothing is working why even try this is really when you want to really steep yourself in your gratitude practice and it can help shift what's happening in your mental thinking and your thinking and your cognition, how you're thinking about things and in your emotional terrain. It can help shift that challenge where you want to give up, you don't want to try. You're in this um, place of lack, maybe even in like this victimhood stance and it can help you shift to a more uh, growth oriented, open, curiosity. You're not trying to fix the challenge with this. So gratitude's not going to fix it. It's not going to make everything better. That's not what it is, but it helps you shift internally about your relationship to the challenge. So when you're in a challenge, steep into gratitude a little bit more. Lean into the things that are working well. Those are the things that you do want to be grateful for. And, um, and I know you can find something. There are always things, even in challenge that are going well. So it helps you shift internally in moments of challenge. And you can do this anytime. Maybe you have, it's not like 
and it doesn't have to be some huge life challenge, even though it can be really important in those huge life challenges too. These can just be daily challenges in traffic, um, in a difficult conversation. You've had to leave the conversation to take a break. You know, you want to recenter yourself so you can gain more clarity on how to engage in the conversation with more, you know, openness and curiosity about the other person's point of view. You can add a little bit of gratitude, steep yourself into like what is working well for you. All right. I've already said, you know, thirdly, you want to make gratitude if you are ready to take this on as a practice to make it an easy daily practice. That's going to be the most optimal. You know, Thanksgiving is a great time to think about and celebrate with friends and family, look back throughout the year thinking about things we're really thankful for. I love Thanksgiving. I think it's an amazing holiday. Hope you guys had a really enjoyable one, uh, by the way. But you also want to have a practice that's beyond what's happening in the calendar. So you want to make sure it just becomes part of your being, your everyday sense of how you're getting prepared for the day. So make it a daily practice. It could be through walking, if that's something you do every day, walking your dog or just walking, running, exercising, do it before, after, during. So an easy daily practice. Another favorite of mine is to combine it with some gentle yoga movement and some mindful breathing. You can, one of my favorites is to, especially during moments of challenge, is to stop what I'm doing to ground my feet on the floor, to really just like activate all the muscles in my body and just take a deep breath in through my nose. Maybe add a little count of one, two, three, like up to three, hold it for a moment and then exhale maybe out for a longer count, five, six or seven. And then at the end, maybe you do that a few times, you take a few breaths, you stay really grounded in your feet, maybe you put your hand on your heart, add a little compression, on your chest, I call it hands on heart breathing, one of my favorites. And then you might say something to yourself, say a moment of gratitude, something you're grateful for. You might have a few things and just notice how that may shift how you're feeling and thinking on the inside and how that inner shift can help you shift in relationship to everything else happening in the outside world relationally, just with things or people or even the places that you're in. All right. So combining it with gentle yoga and doing a mindful breath. And I've already said, you know, you can have a, a mindful movement practice, like a walking or running or cycling or something where you're not listening to a podcast, you're not listening to a book or music, you're just tuning in to your sensations, tuning into your breath, and you can do a gratitude practice in those moments as well. I always encourage people to, to go beyond the norm. You know, you will oftentimes, well, oftentimes I have asked from the nature of just what I do in in the work that I do, because I lead gratitude practices a lot, go beyond the norm. Meaning we often might say, I'm grateful for family. I'm grateful for friends. And these are wonderful things to be grateful for, but go beyond the norm what about I'm grateful for warm water I'm grateful for food on my table I'm grateful that I have 
this friend that really listens to me and sees me, acknowledges me. I'm grateful that I have this fuzzy sweater in the fall winter season. It keeps me so warm. These things, you can be grateful for those things as well. So go beyond the norm. Uh, thinking about you know all the things that you're grateful for. Of course, you can be grateful for friends, family, your health. I those are excellent things. And you know, I really want to challenge you to go beyond the norm. I had thought about for a little while to do a quick episode on gratitude when I attended this professional development series that was offered by the Greater Good Science Center for Educator Wellbeing. I was really curious how they would structure their professional development series. And it was a four-part series. And one of the parts of this series was all on gratitude. I was really elated to see that they included gratitude in a well-being series for educators. Any educators listening out there or friends of educators or parents that have close relationships with their kids, teachers, you know that there's just so much stress, so much happening in any given day in an educator's world. And gratitude is an incredible practice. So this would be really great for any high stress job where you have tons of decision making, you're making rapid decisions, so many in a given day, your brain is like constantly on, you're on, you're managing, you're teaching, there's a lot, your brain is really on overload. So it's natural that you're going to meet stress and um, well, anybody really, but it's natural you will get over stress and you need moments to gain clarity and groundedness throughout the day. And a gratitude practice is a great way to do that. Don't let your mind trick you that you don't have time. That's like the number one like resistance. That's how resistance is like showing up for you. I don't have time. Well, you know what? Habit stack. Take a quick walk after you eat and say a few things about what you're grateful for. Put your phone away. Take a breath. I, you know, I've already mentioned some of these, but again, add it to what you're already doing. And if you want to share the power of this practice with the young people in your life, whether that be your own kids, your students, one of the things you can do is share with them at these different aspects of the day that you're already doing something. So you, I've said this so many times during this episode. So you're hopefully getting the point that you're it, you're going to be able to maintain this practice and your probability of actually um, taking on this practice will go way up when you stack it onto something you're already doing. That could be your morning routine with your kids. That could be your opening before a lesson. This would not take any more than a couple of minutes where you could start off, you know, a quick mini circle. Uh, if it's in a classroom, you start off, I'm grateful for oh this beautiful fall weather that we're having or whatever that is for you. And then you would have your students share like in rapid fire mode. You point, they say, I'm grateful for and just go down the line. And or you could do a turn and talk if it's with kids. You want them to have some more of that social aspect. If this is with your own kids at home, you could incorporate that. I find mornings are a little tough. 
Uh, if your kids are younger, you're driving them to school, you can do that in the morning. Radio goes off for a minute, nobody's on their technology, you do a gratitude practice in the car. Or you can incorporate this at dinner time when everybody gets together and you can do something like that before you start the meal or in the meal. You can do this at bedtime in the evening routine. So just any opening or closing to your day or an activity. Those are going to be prime times for you to incorporate this if you want to. Um you know, bring in the young people in your life and also for you, you know, opening, closing. I get it. Sometimes it can be hard to do this, um, you know, during the middle of the day. So one more thing is that you could also journal, which I know not everybody loves. I love journaling, but also have fallen out of journaling practice sometimes. Um, really including like right now, I'm kind of not in a heavy journaling practice. Maybe I'll get back into it, but I've journaled for years. So I, I, I am. So wherever you are with that, you can <clears throat> just write three or four things that you're grateful for. You can have your students write a few things that they're grateful for. If you want to incorporate the writing aspect into your classroom, there are other ways that you can do this, <clears throat> you can do fun projects. And those are fun. They can really amplify the experience. I might have to do a separate episode on that because I do have some fun projects to share that you could do with um, your staff, that you could do with your colleagues, that you could do at retreats, that you could do with your family, you can do with your students. Projects are a great way to kind of re-inspire um, this kind of practice. But for today's episode, I just want to share a few quick ways that you can do this. Again, this is all about a well-being practice. The goal with our gratitude practice is that we want to be able to lessen that extreme stress in our lives. A little bit of stress is good, too much stress is not. So we wanna decrease some of that cortisol that's happening. It's too much of the cortisol over time, not good for our mind, body, spirit. We want to increase that dopamine and serotonin. Leaning into gratitude helps us do that. Those are the feel-good chemicals that, that are ignited, that are released when we steep ourselves in gratitude. Now, how are we going to actually have a practice? Be intentional with it. So we talked about intentionality. Use it during moments of challenge. It can shift your internal state mentally, emotionally during moments of challenge. Make it an easy daily practice. So habit stacking onto something that you're already doing. Combine it with movement. I suggested a gentle yoga and mindful breathing exercise. You can do that and you can also incorporate it with the mindful walking or running or exercising. And uh, you want to go beyond the norm. Really think about things uh, that you don't normally think you're think that you don't normally say or affirm that you're grateful for. So those are great ways to kind of amplify some of the things maybe that we're not aware of. You know, like I'm grateful I have paper to write on, that I have this microphone to talk into, to communicate with you all. I'm grateful that I have the time and the space to be able to think, to have a cup of hot coffee or tea, to have conversation with a friend. Again, really thinking um, 
outside the box there. And before I leave this episode, I really wanted to give a shout out to an organization called Give Thanks. They have no idea that I'm doing this. And I swear I need to get the CEO and founder, Michael Fateau, on the show because I would love for him to talk about his journey into creating this organization called Give Thanks. Now, I learned of Give Thanks. I will link that in the show notes when I did the professional development series on educator well-being through the Greater Good Science Center. This was back in this past summer. Again, it was a four-part series. One of the parts was on gratitude. I did mention that earlier. And at the close of this professional development series, they had some information about schools that could get grants that Give Thanks was offering. A new organization wanting schools to try their platform. I thought this is awesome. I this is a great way to um to get our staff, our teachers involved in gratitude. So, I quickly applied was uh, received the grant for our school for our campuses to uh, practice gratitude using their platform. Think about gratitude as electronic notes. So you can get on this platform, you get to send electronic gratitude notes to anybody on your campus. This is not for students. Well, it is for students. So we only have the version uh, for our staff. So you can send a gratitude note to anyone on um, any of the campuses and they are organized by tags. Think about like Instagram or Twitter or anywhere else in social media, social media where tags are used to organize posts and messages. So you can use tags like kindness, um, courage, um, appreciation. You can, there are some standard ones that they have. And then based on your, the culture that you're trying to cultivate within your organization, you can create your own tags. And then anybody can then send a gratitude note. Just think like, kind of like it looks like an email. You pop it open when you sign into this platform. You choose a tag. You want to let someone know you're grateful for their, um, you know, their courage for reaching out to you and giving you feedback for something that really changed the way that you did something. It really improved that for you. So it took courage for that person to do that. You want to let them know you're grateful for that act of courage. So you choose the tag courage. You pull their name from a drop-down menu and you type your note. And there's there's also a template. So if your brain is like brain drain at the end of the day and all you can say is I'm grateful for, which is better than nothing, right? Uh, but if you wanted to be a little bit more eloquent, they do have a template and you can use that template and then you send it. And then they get an email in their email box that says you received a give thanks note. This has been really like a huge game changer at our campuses. Our staff love give thanks. We had have had, oh gosh, I remember looking at the analytics. So another great thing is that the administrator for the for the platform, which would be someone at an organization or a campus, um, in this case, that's me. I get to see the analytics. I don't read people's gratitude notes. I don't have access to that information that's private, but I can see 
how many notes have been sent. And we've probably had five to 600 gratitude notes sent. And we started this um, in late, no, early October. We started this sometime in early October, not the beginning, but sometime like that first week of October. That's pretty incredible uh, that we've already had that many gratitude notes sent. And anybody that, again, as I've said earlier, when you receive a note of gratitude, you know how amazing it feels when you're, you are acknowledged and appreciated in that way. And when that helps you shift that your inner world mentally and emotionally, you are then, <laughs> excuse me, showing up differently for all the people in your circle, whether that's a classroom, your family, your friends, how you're showing up in the world and communicating online, you're just showing up differently because you've, you've shifted from the inside out, all from a few moments of gratitude. So big shout out to Give Thanks. They have really um, just been a huge plus, a huge uh, benefit um, and have amplified our school culture among our staff in so many positive ways that I'm incredibly grateful for Michael for creating this platform. So you can read more about them. I'll link Give Thanks in the show notes. I did want to mention that as an organization, if you're looking for ways to incorporate that beyond um, just saying a moment of gratitude at a meeting, you can hop on if you, you know, sign up um, to with Give Thanks. They have different packages and you can have, you know, encourage your staff to get on and do a quick, you know, note of gratitude. And it really takes, you know, three minutes and sometimes even quicker than that. So once you get in the habit of it, it might even be quicker than that. So again, shout out to Give Thanks. Grateful for you, Michael, and the work that you're doing. I'll definitely have to reach out and get Michael on this show. I think you guys would really appreciate some of the information and in his journey into creating this platform. All right. Well, that's what I have for you today. You've been listening to episode 147, Gratitude, a Well-Being Practice. Remember, it's good to take care of yourself and what you're eating, how you're sleeping, how you're moving your body. But it's so, so important to take care of your inner world, your mind, your heart, your spirit. And gratitude is an excellent way to do that, that keeps on giving and giving to yourself and those around you. Thank you guys for listening. I hope that you are doing well and I will see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. I hope today's episode brought you tons of value and made your day feel a little extra vibrant. Share it with your people and take a moment to subscribe to the show. And let's stay connected. You can follow me on social media at Athea Davis, A-T-H-E-A-D-A-V-I-S, at Athea Davis, or visit my website, atheadavis.com, to sign up for The A-List, my free mindful living monthly resource, keeping you in the know for all the things to help you grow and glow. And you can also learn more about my programs, books, and resources. Until next time, have an awesome sauce day in every way.